Oh, man, I am so excited. I may vomit. Party. Hello and welcome to episode 39 of Friends Watching Friends. I'm Katie. I'm Megan. And I'm Chrissy. And today we're discussing season two, episode 15, the one where Ross and Rachel, you know, bang. <laughs> <laughs> Under the stars with weird music playing. No big deal. But before we get to all the hot and steamy action, Chrissy, give me those discussion points. I would love to. Thank you. Okay, so we are talking about the one with the prom video. Excellent, excellent uh, episode. Uh, so a lot of people are telling me this is their one of their favorite episodes and um, that a lot of quotes were great. And especially they liked to um, see the flashbacks. So they loved to see them, um, you know, how they were back then. So they were still friends and a part of the group was kind of growing at that point. And they liked how they were not exactly as cute or as pretty as they are now. Because everyone has their awkward stage <laughs> growing <Yeah>. up. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. Um there's another comment that the storylines work very well, and um, it's just hilarious every time you see it. And there is a gif of Courtney Cox laughing when they first see Ross in the prom video. So if you remember, they, like, move the camera over, and he's just, like, standing on the counter or, like, leaning up against it with, like, a serious face. Yep. And um, there's a gif of Courtney Cox as Monica, like, laughing, but she's, like... It's like a really legit laugh where she's just like scrunching face like like for a real laugh that they actually so it's actually really funny to see if you actually pay attention to it. Let's see. Oh, the little bit of history between uh, Monica and Rachel was kind of cool to see because before in the pilot, yes, they knew each other, but it seemed like they were really estranged for a long time. And then then all of a sudden they were like best friends again. So I lo- they liked seeing um, how close they were then. It was kind of cool to see. Like, Rachel didn't go out with her cheerleading friends. She went, you know, with Monica. Yeah, for um, sure. That's a good point. Yes, yes. Um, and then someone asked this question, would you have forgiven Ross after the video, even after the list? And I'm like, hmm, I will ask. Um, I'm a softie, sure. <laughs> I think that it definitely would have like put something in my mind. I don't know if it would have happened like instantaneous kind of like it did with Rachel, but I agree with that. But I think probably. Yeah, I mean, I'm probably with you on that one. Meg like it's it, I might take a take a minute, but then on the other side I'm thinking like, well, it's been a while. Right, like he clearly is still affected by it, and he's sad about it, and he feels bad about it. It's not like he just, like, apologized for no reason and moved on. He, like, genuinely is sorry. You can tell when someone's genuine, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Especially how he didn't really want people to see that. He was, like, embarrassed about it because he knew that Rachel already said no. Like, she was already, like except that we're not getting back together. Like, it's over. It's done. 
And then he was like, oh, great, if you see this this video, like, uh, it just makes me look more desperate and more, like, needy <laughs> after yeah. all that. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, someone said that Ross could have the, have the straight hair now because perms were a big thing back then. And I was like, oh, yeah, of course. Like, how could we forget perms? Yeah, I thought about that after the fact. It's like, ah, yeah. <laughs> My sister, I she's going to kill me. I don't, I don't know if she listens or not, so maybe <laughs> doesn't matter. But my sister um, has, like, super uh, straight hair. And it's it's thin as well. So she's like, you know, I think I'm going to... This is, like, a, year, a few years ago. She's like, I think I'm going to get a perm to, like, make it look more... You know, get some volume in it and, like, get more curl and stuff. Like, I, I think I'm going to do it. We're like, okay, like, give it a try. But, like, the way her hair is and, like, how, you know, it's kind of shorter. And then the curls were, like, really small curls. Like, not thick ones. They were, like, just came out, like, kind of looked like crimps. Like, crimps. (laughs) (laughs) And she, like, hated it. And she was like, oh, my God. And she looked exactly like Weird Al. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) So we always, like, tease her about it. Like, remember the Weird Al hairdo you got? Oh, Oh my God. And she's like, oh, my God, stop it. But, yeah, luckily it, like... Got she uh, eventually went away or whatever, but That's so funny. <laughs> I wish I had a picture of it. So good. That sounds awesome. Oh man, this uh, local radio station does this thing every year where they have like a competition between all the the radio hosts, and the winner is excluded from this, but everyone else has to serve a punishment. And the one guy lost, and he his punishment was to get a perm. <laughs> <laughs> That is rough. They don't mess around with the punishments. Oh, it's like no. long-term effect. Like <laughs> It's not like one and done. It's like you do something, you gotta live with it. The host had to get like a manicure like with nails on and everything. And he yeah. couldn't, like for two weeks he had to keep them on. And he's like, I can't type. can't pick anything up. <laughs> Was it Alan Cox show? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I think I remember hearing about him having to get a perm. Um, yeah. Oh my god, stop. Because I so. every time I think about it, I laugh. He's like, "Yeah, it looks pretty. It's not that bad, but it's kind of bad." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so good. Um, the, another person said that they love how we close our episodes out, and it's genius, and it makes them laugh every single time. And I was like, "Oh, that's hey, sweet. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks, because it's. I'm glad it makes people laugh. That's funny. Yay. Um. Hmm. <laughs> Someone said that they like uh, kid Monica better than adult Monica, which is interesting. Hmm. I never really thought about it, to be honest. I don't know enough about kid Monica, but I like the confidence that adult Monica has. Yeah. Yeah, I really like Monica. I don't know if I would say that I... I feel like I don't know enough about... Yeah, I don't know. This is just like a five-minute blurp of... Blurp? Her life. Does that mean we get to see Kid Monica again? Maybe. 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 That's a good call. Maybe that's why they know that they like Kid Monica better. Right. I like her. uh, I think she. I think she's almost the same as the fact of she's very sweet. Yeah. In the prom video flashback. Like she's like, I don't know, like cutesy and like, you know, good friend type. Like, yeah, I can see that, you know. Um, but I still see it now in her adult ways. So, interesting. I, mean, I guess she did go to prom with donkey lips. <laughs> Forgot about that. 
Um, oh, and of course, it's one of the last few here. Uh, Jack and Judy sex scene, how horrifying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> terribly horrifying. And someone said, I should have asked them why, but I didn't have a chance to um, get to it. But someone said this is actually by far their least favorite episode. Huh. Person, please comment back. I want to know why. Yes. A prom video? Yes. Hmm, I'm just curious as to why. I'm going to do that right now. Explain, please. I'm curious <laughs> as to why that is a thing. But uh, those are all the ones that we have today. Bang, bang. Or something. Perfect. Awesome. Bitchin'. <laughs> <laughs> Bitchin'. All right. Which reminds me of Stranger Things. Me too! I was gonna say that, and then I was like, nah. Bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's her word. Bitch. <laughs> uh, anyway, hey, hey, Meg. What it's time is it? Time for the Friends Fest 15! Woohoo! Woohoo! That was really bad. It was beautiful. <laughs> I'm so tired today, and I don't know why. But I'm literally exhausted. Because we stayed up really late. Yeah. And we didn't have We just, coffee. like, weren't tired yesterday evening. Yeah. And then we looked at our phones and it was 1.30 and Katie's like, oh my god, I have work tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, I gotta go to bed. I'm like, oh yeah, work I can sleep stupid. in. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? I can sleep in. Oh. You didn't, though. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I can. <laughs> you know what you can't do? Skip the Friends Fast 15. Are you I ready? No, I'm too tired. I can't do it. On your mark. No excuses. Get set. Don't want to hear it. Go. Rachel and Ross kiss, and Ross touches her butt, and she laughs, and then she wants to make up for it, so they try to go to dinner, but then he has to work, so then they end up having sex at the Natural History Museum. All right. All right. Ten seconds. All right. All right. We know what Meg's favorite part of the episode was. I was just going to say that. <laughs> You've been waiting a long time for this. I have been. I know. I have been. I need to hear all your thoughts. Are Can't you wait. ready? Sure. Go. All right. Joey gets two huge recliners and a big TV and him and Chandler don't leave them and they order food across the hall so they don't have to get out of their seats. And I really want to know how they went pee. What? Uh, I was done. Don't, don't buzz me. I was going. done. <sighs> this girl's in, in rare you left form so much today. For Chrissy. You left so much for me. Just being nice. Passing it on. You should have said lazy boy. <clears throat> yeah, I should have. were very specifically lazy boys. Product placement. All right, Chrissy, you ready? And yes. And Go big recliner chairs and um tom Selleck, and he's james bond and he's kind of old but he's a grandpa as well and monica dates him and phoebe watches tv with chandler and joey <laughs> that was exactly 15 seconds <laughs> yeah that's awesome uh, phoebe was cute in this episode she's just like there yeah <laughs> They're Making giggly. her little quips in the background. Mm-hmm. Phoebe's <laughs> good for that. Of course. 
All right, so clearly we don't know what happened in the episode. So, Chrissy, could you give us I'll a tell full you. breakdown? Ross and Rachel had sex. They did. Under some fake stars. And then they slept with some cavemen. And then they became educational material for a future generation. Yep. <laughs> They were probably, those kids looked like 96 this episode came out. So I'm thinking, how old do you think those kids were? Seven, no, eight? No more than eight, yeah. yeah so it's like eight. around our age now. Yeah. So, uh, it's crazy. Okay. Um, all right. So what happens in this episode? Okay. So Joey and Chandler, um, actually Joey gives Chandler a big surprise by um, getting a brand new big screen TV and two beautiful uh, leather recliners um, because he had his option picked up on days of our lives. And so he decides to buy good fun things. So Chandler is very excited. He jumps up and down with Joey and they decide that, yeah, we're going to sit in these recliner chairs and not move ever. So that is what they do. (laughs) It's pretty much the entire episode. Yep. Um, It's great. That had to be fun for them to film. No kidding. Just got to yep. sit in a recliner. You don't have to enter our on on stage. You're just you're just there. It's pretty awesome. It's great. Love it. Um it is. I kind of want that. I love recliners. Anyway. So, uh Rachel and Ross are smitten in their new relationship. Um and it's rekindled in the last episode as we saw. So, um they have plans to have their first official date in that evening and Monica was like uh hello you're supposed to help me waitress tonight I got a job catering job and you said you would help me and she's like oh my god I totally forgot please like you know this is our first date and then Phoebe jumps in and was like don't worry I can be a waitress it's all all good and um so yeah so she's like oh my god thank you thank you so Phoebe helps out Monica to this event that she has to cater and um at the party, we're introduced to Dr. Richard Burke, who is played by Tom Selleck. Um, so he is a friend of Monica and Ross's parents. And um, he hasn't seen Monica in a, quite a while because it looks like the last time he saw her, she had more of her weight gain or whatever. Uh, but the last time he saw her. Um, he is recently divorced and he seems to enjoy talking with Monica and hanging out with the girls more than he does with his party guests. <laughs> who are all ophthalmologists, though, by the way. He's an eye doctor. And so Phoebe and Monica are like, you know, Phoebe's like, you are very smitten over him, and you should ask him out. And Monica's like, no way, man. He is, tw- you know, 21 older, or blah, blah, 21 years older than me. He's my friend of my parents. Like, he's, no, he's too old for me. It's crazy. And she's like, well, you know, you're going to come across him again, and, you know, you seem to be into him. What's the big deal? Um, so he's like, oh, you know, I'm going to see him tomorrow at my eye appointment. So, I, you know, no big deal. And he, so Phoebe's like, didn't you just get your eyes checked? Monica's like, yeah, but 27's a dangerous eye age. So I have to check them again with him. So um, that goes on. So meanwhile, Ross and Rachel return from their first date. They went to a movie which had subtitles, which I feel like that's just not a good thing to do on a first date. Especially if a girl like Rachel... Yeah. Pay so like, so movies already to me aren't like my, which is weird because movies were my favorite date, but like now I'm like maybe not for date, but like 
when I go to hang out with friends, I'm like, I don't really want to go see a movie because I want to talk to my friends and, like, hang out with them. So, like, then on top of that, subtitles where you have to, like, super pay attention. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like, first date, I don't like movies for first dates. Unless you, like, do dinner first or after or something. Yeah. yeah. That's more exciting. But, like, yeah, you want to talk to them and you clearly can't during a movie. But then again, they've known each other for a while now. Right. But yeah, still, that's true. Like, not in that same way, though. So I don't true. know if I would do the first date movie thing. Anyway, that doesn't matter. Now, okay, so they are back at their apartment and um, they start, like, making out and whatnot. And Ross slides his hands to her butt during the makeout session and uh, Rachel just starts laughing and this goes on a couple of times until Ross kind of gives up and she's like I don't know it's not funny it's not funny but I you know we're crossing the line and I don't know why it's you know I keep laughing but you know I'm sorry like let's try again he was like no moments passed like sorry I'm over it would you grab my ass yeah (laughs) so she like yells at him like grass grab it um so that goes on. Um, so Joey and Chandler have not moved in their recliners at all. And they've been watching TV all night and ordering takeout food. And they've been sending the food to Monica and Rachel's apartment so they don't have to get up. So the girls bring them takeout food because their goal is just not leave the chairs at all. Hell so the girls start no. getting <laughs> girls start getting super annoyed. Like, stop sending food to our apartment, please. Like, enough. But they're just like, yeah, whatever, you're still going to do it, so we're going to continue. Um, so Monica and Richard have, or Monica goes to her eye appointment, and they are very, try to be platonic at first, but it doesn't last, and they end up kissing passionately at the appointment. Very cute. Actually, very um, electrifying. It was. Yeah, I, I really liked it. If I may say so. It's had, like, this magnetic attraction, you know? It did. They had good chemistry. Mm-hmm. For sure. Is that guy famous? Um, yeah, it's Tom Selleck. Who is he, he was in quite a bit of like quite a bit of movies. He was in um whatchamacallit? I lost the name and people are yelling at my yelling at their thing right now. I'm gonna look him up. I just know he is famous, but I'm really bad with names, so I didn't know his it's name. It's like in a super popular movie. Uh uh Three Men and a Baby. Mm, no, maybe, but no, that's not the one I was thinking of. Magnum PI. Thank you. Yes, Magnum PI. It's a TV show. Yep. Magnum PI. Yep. So they have their. They decide to go on a date, and um, so Ross and Rachel decide to go on a next day to go on another date because uh, Rachel feels bad for the laughing. So she's like, "I'm like, well, you know, let's go on another date with you know." Nice romantic dinner, and we'll we'll redo it. So, um, <laughs> Ross and Rachel, Phoebe, Monica, everyone comes back to Joey and Chandler's apartment to say goodnight for the evening. And um, Joey and Chandler are still watching TV, chilling. And Phoebe's like, "All right, guys, we need to get you out of these chairs. Come on now." And they're like, "No way!" And so she finally sees something on TV that she likes, and she ends up pulling up a chair and joining them. And she's like, yeah, I'm not leaving either. So sweet. So she becomes one of them. Um, And Monica tells Ross that she's going on a date with Dr. Burke. And Ross kind of freaks out, but tries not to. Because, again, we realize that he's 21 years older. And he's like a brother to Dad. 
That was so funny. <laughs> why, why, why would I have a problem with that? <laughs> um, so during their date, they kind of uh, realize that, yeah, uh, Richard has a, he's a grandpa, and um, maybe they're nuts for, for thinking this, and, you know, maybe we should just end it now. But then they start making out again, and then they're like, oh, we don't have to decide anything now, do we? Okay, great. So they don't um, do anything about it. They just continue making out. And um, for Ross and Rachel, they their date gets cut to kind of cut quickly because Ross gets paged to the museum that some kind of, um, whatchamacallit, the display gets set up wrong, so he's got to fix it. But it takes way too long, and the restaurant they wanted to go to closes. So Ross feels bad, grabs a blanket, and goes into the planetarium and turns on the stars and everything, and they end up just hang, hanging out there. And, um, oh, yeah, things, hanging out. Hanging mm-hmm. out, quote, quote. Mm-hmm. And things all get, hang out. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, things get hot and steamy, and then, as we know, since the name of the episode, you know, Ross and Rachel, you know. So they yep. wake up in each other's arms in a museum display, and they realize they're being watched by a group of kids on a tour, and then they try and cover themselves up, like, all the way with another blanket and just disappear. It's pretty great. Um, and the ends, uh, Joey and Chandler are still in the recliners. They're watching Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> and um, the fire alarm goes off in the building. And Chandler just touches the floor. He's like, oh, no, no, it's not warm yet. We still have time. And they still end up sitting in their chairs and chilling. And that is the end of the episode. Woohoo. Woohoo. <laughs> Joey and Chandler are so funny in this episode. Dude, they're the best. I'm telling you. They're my dudes. Yeah. Your dudes. They were the comedy that balanced out, like, the hot and steamy of this episode. Yeah, they were probably the opposite of hot and steamy in this episode. (laughs) Yeah, they were. Yeah. I mean, nothing sexier than a Cheeto stuck to your face, right? Oh, my God. I thought of us, though. Yeah. (laughs) We, like, hang out, do nothing but, like, eat Cheetos. (laughs) And Pop-Tarts. And drink Coke. (laughs) And Lucky Charms. (laughs) <laughs> it's like you got a Cheeto stuck to your face, man. She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and he eats it. <laughs> so great. That's so great. Man, I miss those days where we can see each other three-dimensionally. Right? Wow. I know. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Maybe soon. Maybe soon. Game. Anyways... What are we talking about? Okay, we got characters. So, there, a lot goes on. I really uh, enjoy this episode. I guess we could talk about that later, but um, I guess we could talk about Ross and Rachel first. Ooh, Ross and Rachel! Meg, I want to hear all your thoughts, man. So, I don't like their kiss acting, if I'm being honest. Really? It's too much. No. You want to know who kisses too much? Michael C. Hall. I love that guy. Kate. But I can't no, watch him bad. kiss. No, you're uh-uh. right. No, it's not it's not bad. It's not bad. I love their storyline though, of like how things progressed and like how it happened. Like it just seemed very Ross and Rachel. And it was good. I thought that the banter of like her laughing was super funny. I liked that chemistry, and then Ross doing his little pouty thing about how she laughed at him was pretty funny, too. And then, like, 
It's just so weird to see them just, like, click on into, like, boyfriend-girlfriend mode. Because I'm, like, just not used to it yet. It's almost like, damn, this happened, like, so slow but so fast. (laughs) Isn't that life? Yeah. And I'm still, like, getting used to the idea that they're actually a thing right now. So it, like, I don't know. I liked it a lot, though. I think it's helpful that they were kind of bumpy and awkward in this episode a little bit. Because it helped the audience be, like, catch up a little bit in a way. Yes, I agree with that. Because it would have felt fake if they just, like, went into it and everything was perfect. Yeah. Like... Ooh, agreed. The fact that... The fact that there's awkwardness and just, like, they're still trying to figure it out just as much as we're still trying to figure it out. So I liked that. Yeah. That's a good point. I like that. Because it's not like in the movies where everything is, like, ooh la la Well, yeah. Perfect. And it goes exactly the way everybody wants. And, like, on top of that, though, like, the way that sitcoms are run, like, you don't see as much of their story as you do in a movie. You know what I mean? Because, like... In a movie, it's a very set, determined amount of time, and you're literally watching this story potentially in, quote, real time, and seeing them, like, fall in love, and the progression is there, and blah, blah, blah. But with, like, a sitcom, it's like, oh, this happened, and you're one storyline of, like, four on a sitcom that's 20 minutes, so, like, we're gonna put pieces of your story across all these episodes, and you're gonna have to, like, weave it together yourself, and it's like, oh, a month went by, oh, two months went by, oh, a month went by, and, like, you're just supposed to, like, be able to jump to it, you know what I mean? That's a good point. Very true. So it just, like, love stories, I'm used, I'm used to... More so of, like, movie and book love stories, not necessarily TV show sitcom love stories. So, as much as I like it, it is awkward to me. So, like, I know people maybe thought that I was just going to be, like, super duper, like, happy, excited that they're together, which, like, I am. I'm super glad that they're finally together. But, like, it still, to me, just feels awkward. But it's getting better. Yay. I think too like it might they might be coming off a little bit awkward but like I think it's appropriate yes. because like they've known each other for so long and they've danced around this idea back and forth in so many different ways of them being together and now they finally are. Mhm. So just like Rachel giggles like Ross is touching my butt like that's so that's just surreal like it's actually happening, you know. And then like that doesn't play out how they want. Yeah. And then they it's try like again. Nothing in and... their relationship plays out how they want in the end of the day. I mean, right. it's kind of funny. It's like comical at this point. That's why I liked that Rachel laughed because it's comical. Very well, true. And like again, it's real. It yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's what we love about the show. <clears throat> Makes it feel real. Yep. Um, I guess we could do Monica, Monica, and um, yeah, we can kind of put. Dr. Burke in there too if you if we like he's our supporting supporting cast guy I really liked Monica's storyline in this episode I did too. yeah I really did too she seemed happier yeah um and we all know that she's kind of dealing with some you know no boyfriend no job like almost she, can't make rent 
Yeah, and she kind of almost had both of those things in this episode because she had a little job that she was doing and then she met this guy and went on a date with him and, like, you almost saw, like, normalcy for Monica for a second and it was nice. It was, like, refreshing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, definitely. She deserves it. I really... Yeah, for sure. I I really like Dr. Burke in this episode, too. It's uh, on... What's the word I'm looking for? Like, on paper, you're like, whoa, like, 21 years. Whoa, like... It's, uh, maybe some people wouldn't, um, I don't know, take that well or whatever because he's so much older, he's so much older, but it didn't feel like he was. Yeah, I yeah. agree. And, and I, and I know. think they, yeah, sorry, I was just going to say they did a good job portraying the age difference. Like, it, like, there's, there was nothing wrong with it. Yeah, exactly. And, like, that kind of goes back with everything even going on in our world now. It kind of can it, it can go on as well. Like it is what it is, and you love who you love, and not saying they love each other or whatever, but like right, yeah. making that point of like it doesn't matter, and if it works for them, great, you know. Like and and we can see the inside of their relationship in this episode. Like they they know it looks weird. Like they talk about it, and they're like, "Is are we nuts? Like what would what would people think, or what would society think?" And yeah, maybe we should just uh, maybe we should just stop. But then they're like, eh, you don't have to decide it right now, though, do we? Because, like, they're so smitten with each other. Like, PB yeah. had the best word. It was smitten. Like, I don't know. Smitten I, kittens. I, smitten kitten. I think at a but certain no, I point. But I like him. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. At a certain point, age doesn't, like, it doesn't matter. I mean, like, when you're 16 and you date somebody 20 years older than you, that's a problem. Right. But once you're right. older and you date someone older... It's not as much of a problem. I mean, if that if if you guys are in like, if you're in love, if you're supportive of as each long other, as like you're safe whatever. and you're both consenting, yeah. you do you, booze. I just like, <laughs> um, I don't know. Like this is kind of a thing that I really enjoy with friends is that like they really do touch on like every life topic yeah, at they some do. point. You know, and, like, just with, like, the one and a half seasons that we've seen, they've touched on so many things that are still relevant even today. And, like, I know some things maybe didn't age perfectly, but, like, I liked this so far. I don't, I'm sure that we'll, I have a feeling that we'll see Dr. Burke again, but. I think so, too. I don't know, so. I yeah, it. I mean, they, they definitely touch on things like that, and it's nice because, it, this show kind of gives you a different perspective too. Like, what about those people who like love Monica? You know, like they love her character. They think she's really great, blah blah. And then they see her go on a date with a guy twenty years older, and they may not be into that. But they're like, well, you know, like that's kind of crazy. I wouldn't do that, but I love the character so much. And you learn about her and whatever. Like, maybe it is okay. Like, they're good to like they're good to each other. And so you know, whatever. Like, he doesn't seem that he's after anything else, you know, like, oh, okay. Like maybe the, maybe could open their eyes to different things. Even like the lesbian wedding we saw in season, well, I guess two here now, but all the, but the baby stuff too in season one, maybe gave the people a different perspective, which is really cool to see from a TV show. Yeah. You know I what agree. you can't learn from a le- the lesbian wedding? What? How lesbians dress at a wedding. This is true. <laughs> oh my god, this is true. 
<laughs> it was so bad. Oh I'm just God. saying, I wore a regular wedding dress. I wore a suit. Yeah. It's, yep. You yep. know, yeah, yep. those dresses. Yeah. Wear what you want to wear, In just the don't wear that. The brides wear, both wear dresses, so right? they both wear suits, or whatever. But those 90s... Those hats. Wow. Those hats. <laughs> I still oh, can't get God. over it. And those chunky buttons, Susan. Oh, my God. Susan's outfit was the worst. It was a little bit better when she took off that jacket thing. Just, yeah. But, but not that much. <laughs> yeah. Poor Susan. Oh, poor Susan, indeed. Ugh. Anyway. Um, but yeah, Dr. Burke. We, yeah, that's that was cute. They had a cute little thing there. Uh, and then Joey and Chandler, of course. They're probably our last characters here. <laughs> Joey and I Chandler. I mean, they just, they're a great com- comedic relief. Really are. Yeah, like, there was nothing really important about their storyline. It was just, like, Not at all. there for the funnies. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And I liked seeing, this is, like, really dumb because it's not, this is really just me analyzing it, but I, I like seeing how close they are. Like, especially in the way beginning where, you know, Joey tells Chandler, like, I got, got four other people, blah, blah, and he, like, Chandler jumps up and down with him, like, really, congratulations, yeah! And they, like, jump up and down together and are, like, super supportive and, like, they're such good friends and I like seeing their relationship on that side. Like, they're they're best buds. Yeah, like, I love that, <laughs> um, I love that, like, the second Joey comes into some money, he's spending it on Chandler. Yeah. Definitely. Like it's friendship. just super cute. That bracelet, man. Woo! <laughs> the lazy boy oh is God. much better than the bracelet. True. Very much so. Very much so. I'm sure Chandler is very happy yeah. about such things. Um, but yep, those are all the characters. Yep. Thoughts and rankings? Thoughts and rankings. Alright, let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. I enjoyed this episode. I don't know if I enjoyed it more than the last episode. But it was a solid, it was a solid one, you know? I feel like Friends is always just Friends is always solid. solid. I mean, there's only been a couple that are super bad. Like, this was definitely not one of them. This is, like, probably, for me, I think this is, like, a solid 8.779. All right. Um, Nice, nice. Come on. Go in, stupid iPad. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) What did I say? Eight. Come on, connect. What is wrong with you? Eight. Now she typed a million eights. Seven, seven, nine. So I thought that this episode showcased Rachel and Ross really well. I thought that it showcased Monica really well. I think that... I think it shows us that Monica is maybe... A little more mature than we give her credit for. Or maybe that Ooh, she like that. gives herself credit for. I like that. Um, so I really enjoyed I enjoyed her storyline. Um, and then, like, Phoebe and Joey and Chandler were just funny. And I think that they, like, rounded out the episode well. Um, it was, like, you know, it was a solid, solidly good episode. And, awesome. like, Ross and Rachel had sex, so... <laughs> 
Can't go wrong I mean, there, really. Yeah, <laughs> I was just going to say it, you know, really can't go wrong. I really enjoyed that um, Ross and Rachel's, like, everything about, like, them leading up to having sex. Like, it wasn't like, you'd think after so long, like, that they might rush. dramatize it and, like, make it all, like, oh, like yeah. hot and steamy. But it was hot and steamy in the sense of, like, it was passionate and slow and loving. I just really enjoyed it. Yeah. I like that they did that a lot. Same. Um, Joey and Chandler are <gasps> oh, the gosh. freaking best. I'm sorry. I really liked how they would order food and then have the girls deliver it. I would leave the food outside their door and let it get cold. I'm not saying it was okay, but it was funny when no, Monica, it was funny. Monica came in. She was like, stop sending food to our apartment. And Chandler and Joey both like started jumping in their chairs like little kids. Like, yeah, bring me my Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Yeah, solid episode. Um, Let's see. I'm going to put it. At a 6.899. Ooh. Dang. That's low. not a low. I'm, I don't know. I liked it. I just like other ones better. Alright, well, um, honestly, people like know that the, the one with the lesbian wedding is like one of my favorites of this season. And the five steaks and an eggplant. I do like that one there, too. This one is another one where I, I look forward to getting to it. And I really like it. There's a lot that goes on that makes me happy. Like, the lovey-dovey stuff makes me happy. And the childish, funny, goofy stuff also makes me happy. Yeah. And it's definitely one of those episodes that you would watch when you're not feeling good or, you know, something like that. But I really like Monica, um, you know, starting to feel like herself again in this episode. I really like her storyline with, you know, Dr. Burke. And Ross and Rachel, they should have been awkward because their whole relationship has been awkward so far. Like, (laughs) if you really think about it, it's just been so up and down and crazy. And then Joey and Chandler just works. It's just them. It's fun. Um, So actually, you know, I think I'm going to give this episode, really enjoy it. So I'm going to give it a 9.025. Wow, Chrissy doesn't give out the nines too often. I don't, I don't. But it's it's one of the, if I think of season two, I, this episode comes to mind. I really, I really enjoy it. Alright, so that puts this at my tenth favorite episode. Katie's not on the list anywhere. Either like either favorite or disliked. It's not anywhere. It is Chrissy's second favorite episode so far. Overall? Yeah. No, what's our overall? Oh. Uh so that makes it our tenth overall favorite episode. Katie really bringing it down. Sorry, man. Jeez. I gotta say my feels how I feel them, okay? It puts it right behind the lesbian wedding, in case you're curious. Alright. That's good. Don't so. don't bring me down, guys. Don't bring me down. Alright? Don't bring me down. So. <laughs> you can bring me some facts, though. I would love to. 
Okay. Facts, facts, facts. Give me them facts, facts, facts. Give me them facts. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so as we know, this is the 15th episode of season two of Friends. It aired, it aired on February 8th of 1996. Written by Michael Curtis and Gregory S. Malins. Directed by Michael Lembeck. We've yeah. heard those names before many times. Nito gang. Um, okay. So aside from the opening scene, Chandler and Joey do not move from their chairs for the entire episode. They have not gotten up once. It's been 14 <laughs> hours. <laughs> we really should put the time on this thing. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Uh, Chandler mentions being able to see Green Acres, how it was meant to be seen. Uh, Green Acres was a sitcom about a couple who moved from New York to a country farm. In case anyone doesn't know oh my that. God, that's that show that Ruth sings our, the our song friend too. Chris loves that show. Green Acres is that place to be. Yep. yep. That's all I that's all I know though. Me too. Yep. <laughs> uh, the song that plays in the background in the final scene of Ross and Rachel in the planetarium is Wicked Game by Chris Isaac. I know Kate you were you wanted to know that cuz um you just love it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was pretty She's strange. like, that was a weird weird song. It was. like <laughs> So you can put that on your Spotify now? Right? Couldn't you put like some Barry Manilow or something? Come on. It's <laughs> uh, funny. Okay. Um, <laughs> the instrumental music when which plays when Monica and Richard have their first kiss is the same used when Phoebe and David first kissed. Oh. Recycled smooches. Is that... Is that meaning does that have meaning oh oh, I don't know. oh no. mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny okay um that movie is hilarious I we know. talk about it all the time i love it on this podcast especially yep. okay um the music that phoebe begins to watch with joey and chandler is a title song from the f- flop film musical Xanadu in 1980. <laughs> the song was written by a British band, ELO, and it was performed by Olivia Newton-John. Um, and Olivia Newton-John was born in Cambridge, England. Just so you guys know that. Mm. If, I, I, actually, I thought she was Australian. No, that was because of Greece. What was I thinking? Never mind. Sandy was from Australia. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Ross points out a star cluster to Rachel when he thinks it could be Ursa Major. But on March 28th, 2002, each of the main cast, so Aniston, Cox, LeBlanc, Goodrow, Perry, and Schwimmer, would unofficially have a star in the cluster named after them. Neato. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Very neato. Um, one of the executive. Exec- exec- wow. Wow. Okay. Okay, Van Dyke show was Danny Thomas, father father of Marlo Thomas, who plays Sandra Green. Kind of cool. Um, the Dick Van Dyke show was mentioned because uh, Chandler and Joey were watching it on their big screen. That's mm-hmm. right, with everybody there. I can we give a shout out to Dick Van Dyke? That I dude. love him. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? That guy. He's Good like old Bert. That's how I want to be when I'm old. I'm just, yeah. I was just going to say, man, I just love him and Mary Poppins. <laughs> so good in Mary Poppins. He's even good in Mary Poppins Returns. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I love those movies. Yep. 
Jim Jimmery. No, no. Okay. <laughs> um, some goofs, just a couple. Um, in the scene where Ross and Rachel go to the museum, you can catch a glimpse of the sound microphone after Ross complains about giving clay pots to Homo habilis. Oh dang! I want to see it. Yep. Well, you can always go back. <laughs> um, just after Phoebe has shown Rachel and Monica how she can be a waitress, Rachel breaks the fourth wall again by glancing at one of the production team. Rachel. She does that a lot. Yeah, it's always her. Yeah, it is. Doesn't that mean um, that you're a bad actress? <laughs> I feel like that's like the first rule. Don't or it should be anyway. Yeah. Don't break the fourth wall. But anyway, um, in the scene where Monica and Richard are looking at some photographs at Monica's apartment, a set of stage lights are seen reflecting off Monica's glass of wine. Dumb. I did think her glass of wine looked a little reflecty. Aha, uh-huh. she saw it. Which is kind of funny. Actually, yeah, indeed. I want some uh, wine. Me too. Go get me some. What? <laughs> <laughs> this one I thought was, I actually thought of before because this doesn't make sense. But then again, it's just a sitcom and it's not supposed to be perfect. But Chandler orders it to be delivered, right? And he tells the person on the phone to buzz Rachel and Monica's apartment and they would let them in. But at this time, Monica was catering the event for Dr. Burke, and Rachel was on her date with Ross, so I nobody the was there. I the same thing. Yeah, I yeah. was like because like they they literally <laughs> said goodbye, like we, yeah. you know, like the first time, and they were like, "Oh yeah." So it's like technically, you know, they had to have get, get not get not gotten up then because they weren't home. Hmm. So, I yeah. legitimately thought about that. I was like, "How's that going to work?" Well, whatever. Yep. But then they did. They were home for the Chinese food thing the next day. But for the first one of the pizza, yeah, no one was there. Man, Unless don't... Phoebe like hung out there or something. But I don't. I don't know, like why she would have hung out there without anybody. Yeah. Oh no, Phoebe couldn't have because she was helping Monica oh, at yeah. the catering event. So never mind. Yeah, crazy. Crazy, crazy. But anyway, that's all the. Facts I have for this evening. Nice. Yerp. Okay, so hypothesis. So you said, sorry. <sighs> Did anybody yawn? Let me know. Not yet, I will. Uh, so you said that the same song played for Phoebe and David's kiss as it did for Monica and what's his name? David? David. Oh, Richard. Richard. So, we had made the hypothesis that Phoebe and David are going to wind up together, right? Right. Does this mean that, like, at some point, or maybe now, like, Monica and Richard are, like, going to be long-term? Ooh, I don't know. Is that, like, the song that signifies this person's coming back or they're staying or what? Does that mean that since it didn't play during Ross and Rachel, that something happens there? We could also just be looking way too far into this. Probably. Which is possible, but this is the fun of it. I think we're going to see an awkward encounter between the relationship of Monica and Richard and Monica's parents. That... And also Richard's children. You think it'll go that far? 
Yeah. I think that she'll meet his kids and that'll be awkward and she'll be like, this is weird. I don't know if I can do this. Or like meeting his grandkid. That could be weird too. Well, like his kids are probably the same age as her, right? Right. Yeah, because it, um, technically his his daughter, Michelle, they went to high school together and they graduated the same year. So she knows his daughter from high school. Got it. Yeah. I don't think they like still talk or anything at the moment. So, but he like, she remembers, oh my God, yeah, because their parents were friends and everything. So, yep. Yep. So that could be a little awkward. Like, seeing Michelle again and being like, oh, yeah, I'm dating your dad. <laughs> so. Or against this relationship, like, whatever, you whatever. But, like, yeah, that's pretty awkward when, like, like if someone I went to high school with was dating my dad, mm, mm, I might be questioned. I might be questionable. Uh, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I try, like, I don't want to be judgy, but. If exactly. I was I in that situation, it would be difficult. That's all. It would feel weird from a personal standpoint, but then on the other side, you're like, that's well, fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, giving past that, it's like, okay, do they make each other happy? Blah, blah, blah. Like, are, are they good for each other? Whatever. Okay. But like, initially, I'd probably be like, mm, well, I don't know. <laughs> like, the initial shock, that would be hard, I think. Yeah. yeah. I think I'd like to believe that I would get over it. Sure. So, um, I'm going to hypothesize that Joey and Chandler are going to get out of the Lazy Boys in the next episode. (laughs) That's a great hypothesis. (laughs) Eventually they have to leave. Okay, but, like, is Ross going to get in trouble for being found naked in a display? In front of a priest and a nun and children. Like, what consequences are going to come from that? Is he going to get fired? Is he going to lose his job? Oh, my God. Are both of the Gellers going to be out jobs? Ooh. Do you think if that happened that Mr. and Mrs. Geller would give Ross money because they didn't give it to Monica? Totally. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they could sell all his trophies and whatnot, but, oh, I forgot, they won't want to disturb them. Mm -hmm. You got anything bigger back there? (laughs) <laughs> uh, i'm just okay. interested if anything's gonna happen with that because like that's a big have, no man. you have to get in trouble for that that's like well honestly like you could go to jail for that yeah yeah you can public indecency right yeah you can Crazy. Man, so. they were in the planetarium then they moved to the caveman where else did they do it yeah well, I feel like they would get more, like, indecent exposure or whatever, yes, but, like, I wonder if they're gonna have, like, a record with the kids, because, like... Right? Oh, shit. That goes, like, you're, what, what is that, like, child something or another with that, like, um, all that. But, yeah, with the kids, probably it's another charge. So I wonder if they have that record. Hmm. Yeah. Well, you would know, because I mean, you've seen it all. I can't really make hypotheses. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I might. That's all I got, I though. Yeah, it said that one, and that was it. Nice. nice. 
All right. Did you guys know that you can follow us on Facebook at Friends Watching Friends Podcast and join our group, Friends Watching Friends Podcast Group? That is where our weekly discussion happens that we discuss the first thing in the episode that we discuss weekly yes uh also we're on instagram (laughs) at friends watching friends pod and chrissy's the only one with access to instagram so if you ever have a question that has to do with spoilers make sure that you reach out to her there um if you like this pod and you are interested in supporting us we would greatly appreciate it. You can find our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash friends watching friends pod. And thank you so much to all of our current patrons. We appreciate the heck out of ya. Yes, we do. Thank you. You rock. Yeah. You're all our <laughs> lobsters. Oh my yep. god. Now everyone knows because we passed that episode. Yay. Ah! <laughs> I feel a part of a culture now. Yeah. We should all get lobster shirts. I thought you were going to say get lobster, and I was like, "Mm, hard pass. The lobster shirt? Sure. I mean, I'll eat some lobster. No? Don't don't pull some crap or like, can't be my friend no more if you don't eat it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if any of our listeners want to go get lobster, have at it. Anybody? Gross and nasty. It's gross. You nasty. Fish peeing you all day. (laughs) Fish peeing you all day. (laughs) That's from Moana. (laughs) Well, do you guys like anything from the sea? No. Not even shrimp? No. No. Shrimp, really? But it's so good. I don't even like being in the sea. Okay. Not Fish sticks? Nope. Nope. Although I will say I had fish and chips in Epcot. And those were actually good. Yeah, I had a bite of that. It was I. Right. Oh. Crab cakes? No. Nope. Heck no. Gross. Oh. Alright. I guess I'll just stop asking. I think it's gonna be no, guys. <laughs> Meg tried a bite of our friend's lobster ravioli. Oh my god, it was so gross. <laughs> I think she said it tasted like ass. It was so bad. It was <laughs> so bad. I think it was actually dirty ass. That's what she said. It does. It tastes like what your dirty butt would smell like. That's what lobster ravioli smelled or tasted what, like. Okay, what about... You like p- potato soup, yes? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what about clam chowder? Ew. Heck no. no. It smells so bad. It smells so bad. I can't even try it. I've had I've had clams before, and I don't need... Why do I want to eat sand? I don't. That they're not clean properly if you well, have sand in it. I don't know. They're freaking gross. <laughs> You're like... I on our honeymoon went to California at the cruise, and literally every stop we did, we tried clam chowder at every stop to, like, compare to the last place. Santa Monica. Or, I'm sorry. Santa Barbara had the best clam chowder, in case anyone was wondering. Chrissy. Anyways. It's delish. Why so gross? No, it's delish. <laughs> <laughs> Blah. Man, I could go for some of that right now. Mm. I should try and make it. Do Ew, it. Your whole house would smell like butt. I mean, yeah, I think You're that would be butt. gross, but. <laughs> I should make it. Maybe time... I won't invite you over then. <gasps> Rude. One time we went, um, we went and collected like shells and stuff on this really nice beach. And we got home. This is a bad story. I know. Don't I tell feel anybody. really bad. We got home and we like were supposed to clean the shells or something, so we boiled them. 
Yeah. And we didn't know there was a hermit crab still in one. And the Aww. whole house smelled like we cooked crab. Because we did. It I was feel so I, bad. Like, I my stomach so feels like a little sick right now because I feel really bad. I felt so bad. I, I may have cried about it. Yeah, we did. Poor little crab. Oh, poor hermit crab. You guys killed it. <gasps> Don't say that. It was an accident. It I didn't know he was in there. It was a total <laughs> accident. You're a killer. You killed. Like uh, Ross. You're a she stole. You're a stealer. <laughs> <laughs> but that woman stole from you. She's a stealer. Oh, Ross. Well, guys. Oh, boy. Right. Yeah, guys. We could keep talking for hours, so yep. we gotta better cut you off. <laughs> I want to go hey. watch 13 Reasons Why. I want to watch an episode of it Dude. when the new season came out. Dude. Yes. Um, so I just realized the new season just dropped and I didn't watch three yet. And I was like, oh, oh shit, I have time. I what? have time. I have time. No, I don't have time because season four just dropped. So yeah, yeah. I gotta be on that. Season three is good. You'll zip through it pretty quick. Yeah, you'll zip through it. Season four is all right so far. It's a little bit slow, but I am still interested. So actually after the first season, I was like, what else are they going to do? Like, oh, they I know. What else could things. they say? But. Man, they got some good. Th- they got they got lots of stuff going down. Yeah. It's crazy. It's well, great. like it's the domino effect, you know. For sure, it's crazy. And if you want something more lighthearted than Thirteen Reasons Why, I highly recommend checking out Queer Eye because the new season just dropped for Queer Eye, and I love Dude. me some Jonathan Van Ness. Oh, I actually yes. saw that. I saw another thing dropped. It's awesome. You want a feel good day? Woo! Just go listen to Jonathan talk. Go listen to his podcast too. It's a great. Eye. The whole thing. All right, guys, let's go get some coffee. Heck yes. Okay. Now, what I just heard? Blah 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 blah.